Hello, good afternoon, and thank you so much for joining us live on the Freelance Mum podcast. And don't forget, Freelance Mum is all about um, showcasing and supporting fellow mums in business. And you can come and join us for free at Freelance Mum. Check us out uh, free for 30 days. Join us in the motherships, which will pop in the comments below, and you'll find us on Facebook. Or you can come and join us at one of our networks as well. And I'm joined today with a fabulous guest. It's Jennifer Jones from Jennifer Jones Styling, who is not only here to talk about how we can feel confident when showing up for our business, but she's also one of our freelance mum fairies heading up the Southampton hub. And first of all, good afternoon to you, Jennifer. How are you today? Hi, Faye. I'm good, thank you. And thank you for having me. It's exciting to be here to do this podcast with you. So thank you. It's fabulous to have you. Thank you so very much. And for heading up the Southampton hubs. Um, How's it going for you at the moment? Yeah, really good. It's a bit of a slow start because we started in the summer um, and with people off with their children and, you know, the school holidays and stuff, it's a little bit slower than we might have hoped. Um, But things are picking up and it's so nice to be out there meeting new mums and kind of running, (laughs) running the Southampton one for you, holding the flag sort of thing um, and getting that expansion out there. So, yeah, it's really, really, really going well. It's absolutely lovely. And it's nice to be networking in the fresh air. That is a biggest thing especially for me it's so nice to be getting out from away from our computers away from meeting rooms and just being out in the fresh air and meeting new people and sharing sharing thoughts and everything and help with each other that's so lovely to hear Jennifer and I couldn't agree more I think you know so hard to imagine now what life was like in 2019 so many more zoom meetings which you know great time savers but it's so good. And I've always been a great believer in, you know, let's just talk, chuck it up in the air when you walk and talk and see what falls down yeah. again afterwards. So thank 100%. you very much. Yeah. Thank you for heading up those um, networks. And like I say, um, these are in their influences. They're beautiful little fledgling hubs. So if you are a Hampshire mum and you'd like to come and join um, Jennifer at the Southampton Network, then please do check it out and come along. But we're not here just to talk about that. We're actually here to talk <laughs> about the thing that you are trained in, Jennifer. So before we get started mm-hmm. and find out about how you can feel more confident when showing up for your business, shall we hear a little bit about you um, and your background and training? How did you get to become a is it a personal stylist shopper what's the best description I'm personal stylist but some people do refer to me as a personal shopper as well a kind of a bit of both but personal stylist is, is mainly the big one um I haven't always worked in fashion I was in a corporate environment for a lot of my working life after doing a dance degree when I was younger so always liked the creative kind of side of everything and I've always loved fashion I've always loved shopping and actually, it got to the point in my corporate and career when, you know, you just hate what you're doing and you make any excuse in your head in the mornings to think, why I can't go? I must be ill today or there must be something going on as to why I can't go to work and watching the clock. So I felt like that. And I hired a life coach and we looked at all areas of my life. And one of the biggest things that kept coming up again was that I shopped a lot a lot more than most people. (laughs) So um, I started looking into whether I could have a career in that and I started doing lots of research and everything and I did. I found a stylist who was not too far from me and I sat down with her, understood everything that she did and I was like, yeah, I need this in my life. This sounds like the perfect job for me. I might have found it a bit later than others, but it's fantastic. Um, So I completely retrained retrained in color um, analysis, body shape analysis, and there's kind of styling tips and tricks and things and how to run a styling business. And I got going. 
So, and we've been going now for nearly four, it'll be four years in January. So to January 2018, we started. That's so yeah, so we haven't looked back. So exciting. And you've said we, so I take it there's a, a team of you now. Yes. Um, I always <laughs> don't know whether to mention it straight away. So um, there is there was me at the beginning, just me, and we've grown slowly. I have stylists all over the UK now. So I have a lady called Sunna in London and Amy, who works with me down here in the southeast. And I have Sarah, who's recently joined us in Manchester. So, yes, yeah, slowly we're having different stylists across the UK to offer in-person sessions. Of course, online sessions are now available to anyone, anywhere in the world. But in-person is now available a little bit wider than just the Hampshire area where I am. Oh, super duper. Well, that's fabulous, Jennifer. Thank you um, so much for taking the time to join us today. And if you want to find out more about Jennifer Jones, then we'll pop all the links um, in the comments below as well. Um, but you're here today to tell us about how we can feel more confident when showing up in our business. So how do we begin? I guess this is about our visibility and how we look and feel as small business owners or freelancers when it comes to setting out in our business? How do you get started then? Well, as you know, as a business owner, we do need to be more visible. We do need to put ourselves out there in a way that we might not have done before, if that's not something we've always done. Um, websites, social media being as big as it is these days, you know, you do need to have a profile. You do need to have a platform. People can find you online. Um, and that means photography. That means taking pictures of yourself in action, showing your face to people um, and basically just being more visible in your business so it's really key that as business owners because we need to be more visible is to feel confident doing so there's no good kind of having pictures or doing videos and things and showing up on instagram lives and feeling really nervous and not enjoying the process and so styling can really help with that um, a lot of our clients come to us because they either have their own business or they work in a corporate environment, or sometimes they don't have anything of either, and they're a stay-at-home mum. But either way, no matter what we face and juggle in our lives as mums, we need to be visible and be able to kind of take on the world. So having kind of stylists and the style confidence side of things can just give you more confidence to walk out the door in the morning. I love what you're saying there and also that confidence to take on the world because I think particularly as freelance mums we do have to take on the world and we have to do the school run and, and more, and more. <laughs> yes. but, you know we really do but it's striking that balance because um I, spe you, I sometimes I think oh god this feels a bit like a bit overkill really I'm not really leaving the house much today other than to do the school run I I haven't even really got any zoom meetings that is what I'm wearing completely over the top and then on the flip side is there uh, it, it can just feel a little bit too casual I don't feel as though the perfect wardrobe exists when it comes to being trying to pr present myself as a personable professional person and not feel like oh gosh am I being 1980 shoulder pads hardcore at the school gates which is also completely inappropriate <laughs> how do you strike that balance <laughs> so one of the things that we do with our clients is understanding their lifestyle so looking at those things looking at what they do day to day week on week what sort of items of clothing they need and that's a really good place to start because it means that when you open your wardrobe the pieces that you have in there work for all scenarios 
Um, so you might have that blazer that's got the kind of shoulder pads in there, but it might not be right for the school run. Um, but you'll have it there for another occasion or knowing to pair that with something that does work in any situation. Um, so that's a real focus is looking at someone's lifestyle and figuring out what they need off the back of that. We often do a session called a wardrobe revamp where we go into people's homes and we look through the wardrobe. And that's a really good session because that enables us to see what they have now and then build on that if they need to in terms of a shopping list and know what they need to add to their wardrobe to make it work better. Because often we have these staple items, like it's just like the shoulder pads, but we have those items in there that we're like really want excited about and we've gone and bought it for a night out, but realised that actually we can't wear it for anything else. Yeah. Um, so it just sits there you know if we don't have lots plans as mums you know we struggle to find that balance between having a social life at the same time um so some of these things can just sit in the wardrobe and not be worn so it's making sure that you're making the right choices when you go shopping or if you're doing shopping online and um, so that it works for most the majority of situations or you have a wardrobe that works and serves you in the right way works together in the right way um there's three main things otherwise that we work with. So as well as looking at lifestyle, we look at your best colors. We look through color analysis. We look at your body shape and how stressed your body shape. And we look at your style personality. So the sorts of things that make you feel like you, which is really important when it comes to confidence as well. Um, so yeah, you can have those three things and it doesn't matter what you're doing. If you have at least one of them, that's going to give you even more confidence that day than you might have had, not had if you didn't if you weren't aware of that does that make so, sense yeah it does I love the the turn of phrase style personality I've just written it down because I think and it also really nice as well to think Jennifer that if you break it down into these three chunks and if you can get a tick in all three that's great but actually even just a tick in the one that you're on your way to feeling massively more confident when you walk into a room and it's about making what you have work for you so how would you begin that journey Jennifer let's you know does every journey have to begin with let's let's look at what's in that existing wardrobe or is there anything that we can do at home to get ourselves started so not necessarily so not every time we work with a client would we go to the wardrobe and look at that first it's just a really good start if you can do that otherwise we'd have a full consultation to understand what the needs are and what you what you want to do when you go shopping and what you're looking for. And then we're shopping, we end up finding some other things that potentially weren't there <laughs> once we get chatting and know what we need. Or people say, oh yeah, that would go with this. And you're like, we didn't mention that. So <laughs> it's really interesting to see how things come about when you spend time with people. But there are things without having a stylist, there are things that you can do on your own to figure out these three things. So the first one is thinking about color. So like you said, Faye, about kind of going on school run or being casual at home mm -hmm. and having a kind of chunky knit on or an oversized a jumper, something that's really comfortable to wear at home. But why not have something that's really comfortable, but equally in your best colours so that your skin glows, especially on camera when you're on Zoom all the time, mm -hmm. your eyes glisten and you basically make more of an impression that you would have if you weren't wearing those colours. The colour analysis is a big one and there's two ways to figure this out. So the first thing you can do is hold up two colours across your face in the mirror. Mm -hmm. So you could hold up a really warm colour. So I'm thinking something really obviously warm like a burnt orange if you mm -hmm. have it. 
fade wearing an orangey type color today more of a coral i would yeah, say I that's definitely so. more warm and um, so you'd hold that up to your face in the mirror and then switch that out with something that's cool obviously cool like a gray color so there's not very more very there's not very many warm grays out there so if you have a silvery gray that would be perfect and just see what happens just see if your skin glows more if you like it that's really important which one you prefer the look of and a really good trick is to close your eyes when you do this, when you open them, whether you're drawn to your eyes and whether your face is lifted or whether you're drawn and kind of um, drained from your face and looking at the clothing and the color that's on you. So that's a really good trick that you can do to know whether those warm or those cool colors suit you. That's one thing. No, that I love it. That's a lovely one. I like that to just sort of actually see, okay, have my eyes, do they twinkle? Do they sparkle when I wear yeah. that? That's it lovely. might take a couple of goes. But yeah. once you get going, you'll start mm. to see a real slight difference in how you show up when you're looking in the mirror. Um, and sometimes it's good to take all your makeup off so you're not doing it with anyone else around, no makeup, nothing, and you'll be able to see those, you've noticed those differences even more. Mm. Um, the other thing is body shape, as I talked about. So knowing your shape and knowing what flatters your shape in a way that you're happy with, because it doesn't matter about anyone else, it's about you, mm-hmm. that can be really useful. That can be a complete game changer. Because basically, for example, if you are an hourglass and you're quite in proportion with your shoulders and your hips and you're quite curvy, you don't want to wear anything too boxy that completely hides you and hides your waist because then your waist looks just as wide as your shoulders and hips and you don't come in at all. So it's being aware of those little things of what shows off your shape in a great way, but equally what you're happy with. Because we don't always want to wear something skin tight we might be having one of those days where we're like no this is not happening today I do not want to wear that Um, in which case maybe a little tuck to the side or at the front would be a great way to give a nod to your waist Mm -hmm. but it wouldn't necessarily have to be kind of everything completely on show and feeling like you're wearing a bodycon dress for example yes Um, but still a good way to balance you out and just go back to the hourglass because it's one of the most common kind of body shapes for women is if you're slightly um well if you're wearing something that feels like your shoulder pads go back to that that feels like that broadens you quite a lot then you're going to feel top heavy if you're not then balancing out your bottom half Mm. so if you're doing that and you're going to add a volume on your shoulders try and add a little bit of volume on the bottom half as well to balance you back out and that way as long as you don't hide in your waist again you've just enhanced your curves and enhanced your figure but you've oh. not lost your figure completely. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's lovely. You've just kind of, you've just drawn a little picture around the edge, haven't you? Ooh. You just highlighted it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and of course, there's so many different yeah. body shapes. Mm. So just knowing your shape and then knowing those kind of principles around dressing for them can be the difference between why doesn't this suit me to mm. I know this suits me or I know why it's not working, change it mm. to this and then feeling good when you look in the mirror versus feeling like, oh, I'm not sure about this, and I can just see this, I'm not happy about that. And we're (laughs) very good at doing that, aren't we? We're very good at looking in the mirror and instantly honing in on the bits that we aren't keen on. And that's just where our our eyes go. Um, I had a great conversation with a friend of mine who came across a photograph of herself years ago in her 20s. um, And she was a 
she was bigger then. And even now, time has passed. The very first thing she said was, oh, gosh, look at my tummy then. And someone said, yes, but look at your boobs. They were amazing. So it shows that we just, we we as human beings, we're just compelled to go in and find the bits we don't yeah. like for whatever reason. How do you get around that? How do you, how do you, how do you stop that happening? So as women, yes, I think the majority of my clients, the majority of people I know, very much focus on the things they don't like about themselves. But there's all sorts of tricks, and um, especially with body shape and knowing how to dress your body shape. There's ways that we can draw the eye atten- and attention elsewhere. So, for example, if you don't like your bust, if you have a big bust and actually you don't like it and it frustrates you and you feel top heavy, then we draw all the attention to your bottom half or above the bust or your bust, but no attention on your bust whatsoever. So there's ways in which you would show off your shape and highlight the bits that you do love, which is what we would focus on versus the bits that you're not so keen about. Um, as part of a consultation and when we're working with clients, we're always interested in, to know what those little things are. Like what sort of things, body hangups do you have? Do please tell us because then we can work with that and show you, basically draw your eye. It's not just about drawing everyone else's eye, it's about drawing your eye in the mirror so that when you look in the mirror, you're not focusing or looking at a photo, you're not focusing on the things that you're unhappy with. Mm. That's lovely. Is there such a thing as I'm remembering now, and this just feels so old school, but you know, you cut, don't show, don't show neckline and legs, you know, are there rules like that? Do they, do they still stay? Or is that like really old school thinking? I think there are to an extent in that if you feel a certain way, for me, it's all about how someone feels. So if someone's got a really low top on and they're kind of showing their cleavage, but they're happy with it, then that's fine. You know, that's not going to bother me. The only time it's going to bother me is if you're unhappy about something. Mm. Um, So, for example, showing off your cleavage, showing off your legs. If you love that, go for it. Like, Mm. definitely. There's no real rules around that. Mm. But if that doesn't feel quite right, then it's figuring out, okay, then maybe we need to maybe have a bit more coverage here or have a bit more coverage there if that doesn't feel like you because it's also about you feeling comfortable and that's where we come on to style personality as well because it's about feeling like you and feeling authentically like you and giving off the impression you want to give off so if that person's doing that and maybe showing more skin than maybe they're happy with in their self and their personality then that changes it completely we'd work with what actually works for them and especially when you think about being in business it's your brand as well what what do you want to give off as your personal brand so taking that into consideration but there's no wrong or right things Mm. there's no right or wrong answers when it comes to things like that it's more about that individual and how they're feeling about something and what they feel good in I love this um this turn of phrase your style personality this is this is fabulous um and it's interesting as well as because I think that lots of clothes that you you bought you loved you've absolutely adored wearing it for whatever reason you've not reached for it for a couple of years but you haven't parted with it and you go to reach for it another day and or you put it on you think this doesn't feel like me anymore this use this used to be me this isn't me I don't know what's happened I still love it that somehow it doesn't feel like me what moves on what changes and what can we do about it and how do you how do you then find the next version of you without, you know, um, completely changing? Yeah, um, to be honest, I see this a lot when people have children. Yeah. So after you've had a child and your lifestyle looks very different, <laughs> things have changed a lot of the time, 
often your wardrobe won't serve you in the same way um, because you just feel a bit different. You don't, your body might have changed slightly, but you've certainly changed as a person. And so certain things that you might have put on before just don't feel right anymore. And that's where you can go back to square one almost with your thinking and being mindful. So when it comes to style personalities, the things that we're looking for is what you're drawn to, what you like the look of. I recently set a challenge in my Facebook group called Mums of Style um, to get them to think about what sort of things they're drawn to in terms of styles and details and to pin them on a Pinterest board, like a mood board, basically. Mm -hmm. Create a mood board of what you love. Doesn't matter, take out what you can wear, what will work for situations, take all of that out of the equation and just pin the things that you absolutely think, wow, I love that. And then you can start to actually create or, or look for patterns. So look for things that they have in common and then take it one step further to think, what well, does that then work for me? And if not, how can I take that item, so that catwalk kind of outfit that someone's walking along the street, walking down the catwalk in, but you would not be seen dead walking down the street like that. So what is it about that that you love? And how could we take that and actually put that into your day-to-day -day wardrobe? Because you obviously love to it and you're drawn to it for a reason. So starting again with your personality and figuring out what you're drawn to can be a great way to figure out what's you. And that will change. We all change as we get older. We all develop. We all grow as people. And our personality and taste change. So it's revisiting that and actually being mindful of what's changed and what you love again. Like, and actually thinking about it rather than just kind of getting swept up in everything and you're feeling your wardrobe is feeling rubbish you're not happy anymore but you can't quite spend the time figuring out why not that's that's really really good I do like that Jennifer I think another challenge that um and I'm certainly not the only person who'll be facing this at the moment is I mean it's a beautiful day today but actually the change in weather and lots of downpours obviously mm -hmm. at this time of year um and I find myself leaving the house I know I've got the school run ahead of me and thinking I physically don't know what to wear I've got an anorak which you know will you know, would serve the purpose I don't feel terribly neat and tidy but it's a coat with a hood but I do not feel like me if I'm going out anywhere else other than that but I need something that's going to keep keep the rain off me I don't know I'm going to get drenched I feel like I'm just going to look like a drowned rat all day um you know it, what are the what what is the you know practical advice and thinking about that as well sportswear as daft as this may sound but um I I lots of people I think I, I look I admire are when you see women with a nice chunky pair of boots or walking boots even mm -hmm. funky pair of leggings they just look they look really good they look, they look at this so they could go for, be going for a mountain hike or equally rocking up and having coffee with a friend either way they're rocking that look I don't know how they're doing it because I'm not pulling it off Jennifer you know how do we go about <laughs> cultivating a look that works in the winter Okay, so what might be happening in that circumstance is you're admiring how it looks on that person because it's very authentically them. But actually, when you go to put it on yourself, it doesn't quite feel like you, then you don't feel like you're rocking it. Yeah. So you need to take just like an example of what they're wearing or what is it about that? Is it because they look put together versus actually what they're wearing? Is it because they've color coordinated? Is it because they've taken a little bit of a risk by putting bright colored kind of workout trousers with chunky boots and um, when you'd expect to see them with trainers? 
just is it that mix of something that you wouldn't maybe put together yourself so it's figuring out not just that you love that look but what is it that you like about it and then you could take that and actually create your own look in a different way using those principles again does that make sense yeah it does I like that so basically okay. take notes break it down you've realized that yeah you're attracted to <laughs> take something, but what is it that you're attracted to yeah I, I like yeah. that a lot and there's it's almost and there like when you see on a Sorry, I was just going to say, when you see on a mannequin, you like something, but they're not necessarily right for you. So it might be, you know, I just, I don't know this, but it might be that chunky boots make you feel a little bit clunky and, and too short, perhaps. And that's not happening with that person. So it's understanding you love the look, but what is it that works for you that's going to also create a similar confidence I guess it comes back to that confidence it's oozing confidence because she's rocking what she's wearing it's more that she's rocking it than actually what she is wearing and put together yeah and I, I see this look I see these people I see these human beings totally rocking it and I'm like I want to be like you and I'm not feeling like I'm doing that right now with my raincoat <laughs> feeling like a drowned rat not looking at all like I should be dressed for a day in bath um but yeah I love it. Um, <laughs> maybe it's about taking that raincoat or maybe looking for another raincoat, but, but taking that raincoat and what you're pairing it with might make it completely different. It could be what you're yeah. putting it with or just that you're not feeling that raincoat. If you don't love it, then should you wear it? Yeah, good. Good point there, Jennifer. Well made. Um, and as freelancers, I mean, we t- you know, if you're having a day um, and actually you're going to be working from home all day we still dress up would you just slip into your you know your tracksuit bottoms what do you say because you still need to feel like a pro don't you but some days I think I don't this feels a bit daft I'm really only seeing the only people I'm going to see at the school gates you know does it matter what's what is your advice when it comes to still making you feel like you've got that professional edge I think especially during Covid when we had this kind of green environment people wearing something really comfy on the bottom half and then kind of dressing up a little bit on the top half (laughs) I did it too um but I think it just depends on your day again it's what is that impression that you want to make when you're working and whatever you're doing that day but equally actually putting something on that you're not in the mood for in the morning can change your mood so this works really well with color too if you're in you've woken up in a little bit of a like oh okay I'm not particularly wanting to get stressed up not feeling it I just want to wear my comfies today which we all have those days um but actually forcing yourself to just change one thing whether that be the top half (laughs) like some people have um or just forcing yourself to put something on that you know you love wearing and is still comfortable so it's still just as comfy as putting on your joggers and an oversized jumper but equally it looks smarter and you're giving off the right impression to yourself and you'll notice that your mood and your motivation will change with it and the same with color if you're in that mood and you say oh I'm just going to chuck on black or I'm just going to put on something quite dull because the weather outside is horrendous (laughs) but actually if you put on those bright colors which I know say you love to do as well is good because that will then brighten your mood so it's little things like that that actually if you're mindful of it and you make that mindful choice to do the opposite to how you're feeling, you can actually change how you're feeling. It can be that powerful. 
That's lovely. I really like that. Being really mindful with your colour. So yeah, going for something that's a bit more comfy, but give yourself one thing that you know you're going to love and we'll give you that little, that little boost as well for when you're working from home. Yeah. Or even if Jennifer- it is, as we said, an oversized jumper, but you're picking it in a colour that brightens you up or brightens up your skin tone, then you're equally going to get all those benefits but still be comfortable. That's lush. Jennifer, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. It's been so lovely talking. Um, I quite fancy doing a little shopping trip now. I really do. Um, but I, I love the idea of, you know, taking those colours, see what makes your eyes sparkle um, and just emphasising things. It's, you know, you've given us some really, really great tips there. It's been fabulous. Um, so, yes, if anyone's got any questions, would like to get in touch with Jennifer. You're Jennifer Jones styling. Is that right? Is that the best place yes. to find you? Yeah, yep, absolutely. And please, yeah, please do pop any questions or comments um, in the comments below. I know Jennifer will be around to pick them up. And if you'd like to meet Jennifer in person and come and join her on one of the networks, please do check us out on freelancemum.co.uk. And as I said, you can always try Freelance Mum for free for 30 days and we'd absolutely love to see you. Jennifer, thank you so much for joining us. It's thank been you for having me. Talking. It really has. Take good care and enjoy the sunshine. Yes, thank you, Faye. Take good care. Have a good rest of the day. Bye.